Vegas laid a super Sunday smackdown on the Anaheim Ducks. Oh boy. 39 more shots against John Gibson. Gibby needs help, guys. He really needs some help. I don't blame him if he wants to maybe commit a little bit of murder. Hmm. We'll talk about all of that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Well, yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, a game happened. But before that big game happened, there was another game that happened in Vegas where the Golden Knights took on the Anaheim Ducks. And if you're a fan of the tank, you love this game. If you're a fan of the Ducks that want them to win, you hated this game. No matter which side of the aisle you were on, this was pretty one-sided after the second period. The third period was no contest. So starting off in the first period, it looked promising for the Ducks, kind of. They only allowed one goal to Vegas on a Paul Cotter shot. And honestly, the Ducks kind of looked okay. They they looked decent in that first. They looked much better in the second period. More puck movement, better puck control at times. Yeah, they, they were fine in the second. They actually came to within a goal. Frank Vetrano scored his 13th of the season. Frank Vetrano is starting to get hot right now. And I know that Hunter Hodes said any goal scorer Frank Vetrano would score against Pittsburgh. That didn't happen. I think Vetrano is now making up for that by scoring against the Vegas Golden Knights. So for what it's worth, at least Vetrano is still scoring. And that was, like I said, his 13th of the season. And good that he is trying to pick up the slack now that Troy Terry is going to be out for a while. I mean, who else is going to pick up the slack? Derek Grant? The Elite 1LW? Maybe? Yeah, I'll talk more about that in a second. Third period was just a bloodbath. All different goal scorers for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let me run down all the different goal scorers for Vegas. Paul Cotter. Brett Howden. Shea Theodore. Yes, that Shea Theodore. Former Anaheim Duck Shea Theodore. Phil Kessel, yes, that Phil Kessel who loves hot dogs. Jack Eichel, yes, that Jack Eichel who went was in Buffalo, yeah. Mike Amadio, as in former L.A. King Mike Amadio. William Carrier. Um, out of those seven names, there's a few guys missing on that list that I didn't mention that, score, that scored. I mean, Jonathan Marchessault, the Corsi King, he didn't score, and he's been pretty good this season. Wild Bill, William Carlson, he didn't score in this game. I would expect him to score at least a little bit, right? How about Riley Smith? He didn't score either. That was surprising. Petrangelo, he didn't score either. So a lot of the big guns, the bigger names, they did not score in this game. This was, you know, middle six 
scoring in different ways on this game. So I'll give the middle six credit on this game. They had a game plan. They stuck to it. Seven goals against the Anaheim Ducks. What's even worse is that those seven goals were all against John Gibson. All seven, which is where I want to lead off. John Gibson has been going through it this season. He has seen numerous shot after numerous shot. John Gibson has led the league in the most shots seen. He is also leading the league in another category, goals scored against. John Gibson is leading that category. John Gibson is also leading the NHL in a different category that is not entirely his fault. Expected goals against. So what exactly is the XGA? I mentioned this on the LO underscore Ducks Twitter yesterday. And I'll actually read that one verbatim because I think I do need to update that one a little bit. John Gibson is currently leading the NHL in XGA, which is expected goals against. That is the amount of goals that is expected to be scored against John Gibson given the shot quality, given where the shots are, given the number of quality shots, given the number of high danger chances. That's how many expected goals should be scored on John Gibson. Before Super Bowl Sunday, he had the highest expected goals against with a whopping 129.35. The next highest was a few off. It was like 122. And he allowed 132. As of right now, both numbers have gone up quite a bit. The expected goals against in this game were 3.47. So John Gibson is leading the league with a 132.82 expected goals against. 132.82. That means it's expected that he should have allowed about 133 goals. He's allowed 139. So he's kind of on pace with the amount of goals that he was expected to give up. Expected to. Has he done a great job at times? Yes. You could say for sure that if it wasn't for John Gibson, the Ducks would allow a lot more goals. But there have also been times where John Gibson has led in a couple of softballs. That's... The eye test. That's also what the stats dictate. John Gibson hasn't been nearly perfect, but he hasn't. But it hasn't been his fault either. Is what I'm trying to say. Is that you win some and you lose some. With John Gibson, he at least gives you a chance. And the underlying metrics show that a lot of these bad games are not his fault. In fact, it is far from that. He has been, you know, as expected, given. The crappy defense that's in front of him, given how many shots have been allowed per game, which the Ducks lead in the league, by the way. The Ducks have allowed more than 40 shots half the games. Still, the Ducks have allowed 39 plus shots in 31, now 32 games. I should point out the Ducks have played a total... um, You're going to want to turn away from this. They've played a total of 54 games. That means that More, way more than half the time, the Ducks have allowed 39 plus shots, which is, again, their average right now. The average shots against for the Ducks is a whopping 39.1. The next highest are the Coyotes and Blue Jackets at 35 apiece. But the Ducks are just allowing way too many goals. 
and John Gibson should be allowed to just murder someone. You know, just give him a taser and just let him have at it. Just do whatever you want. Even if you won't allow him to have a little bit of murder, at least owe him all the steak dinners. Because like I said, there have been games where he's saved their butts. And he does it time and time again. Even though the score was 7-2, it could have been more. It could have been way more. Because expected goals in the first two periods were about two and a well, a little over two. And at the time, Gibby had allowed two goals. So he was slightly above the mark at the time. Then that third period hit and the floodgates opened. There was John Gibson out of position on one because defense did nothing. There was another one late in the game where John Gibson was again out of position because the defense did nothing in front of him. That's unfortunately what has been the norm for the Ducks all season long. So if you're John Gibson, you just got to bear it. You got to bear it for the rest of the season unless a trade happens. All right. We're going to talk a little bit more about this game after the first intermission. So we'll get to that on the other side. But first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. Now, I began using Athletic Greens a while back because I hate taking pills and vitamins. I wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and something that actually tastes pretty good. And that's what AG1 has done for me. What What is AG1? With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right, and it is recommended by professional athletes. It's also trusted by leading health experts, such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. And also, you know, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. It is right in one neat little scoop. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN or Tlopin. You're locked in with JD Hernandez. All right, I want to talk a little a little bit more about this game, even though it was on the same day as some football game that most of you probably watched. I was more focused on hockey, to be honest. In fact, I really only watched one quarter of that particular football game because I was doing public address Sunday afternoon. When I got home, I saw what happened. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch third period, you know, right now while I have a chance, do my locked on now and all that jazz. And I saw how ugly that third period was. So I kind of watched it and my my mouth was pretty much just going, oh, oh, no, no. Like I said, a couple of open four by sixes. Oof, it was bad, folks. And I blame the defense a lot on this one 
because especially on, I want to say it was a third or fourth goal where the defense was completely in a different spot. I think it was the Phil Kessel goal where everyone was covering Shea Theodore and William Carrier, and there was Phil Phil Kessel to John Gibson's right, and Kessel just kind of tapped that one in easily. The one that was worse was the William Carrier goal because he actually like stopped for half a second and did a little bit of a glance as if to say, really? Really? This is for me? There's no one else around? Just a little tap-in? Okay, I'm just going to tap it in. Tap-a, tap-a, tap-a. Boom. Goal number seven. The William Carrier goal just made it had me shaking my head on that one. Because how do you leave someone that wide open? I know everyone's already looking at Phil Kessel, who I'd scored earlier. I know everyone was looking at Chandler. Yeah, Chandler Stevenson. Everyone was looking his way. I know Stevenson has a lot of points this season, but to leave William Carrier open, who's already a pretty good goal scorer, that seems pretty appalling and abysmal and a Traversham mockery. I know, like I said, Chandler Stevenson, he's already got 47 points this season. Yes, I know he is averaging almost a point a game. Yes, you heard that right. Let me repeat that. Chandler Stevenson is almost averaging a point a game for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, folks, who who saw that coming? Oh, oh, don't lie. I see one person out there raising their hand. Don't you lie. You didn't expect Chandler Stevenson to be averaging near a point a game when he hasn't done that before his entire career. Yes, he was a complimentary player with the Washington Capitals. Yes, he has been kind of complimentary with the Vegas Golden Knights. He has taken control a little bit this season. This is in part because of injuries in Vegas. But he has stepped up. He has over the last three seasons. So good for him. Good for him to step up. But still, that doesn't mean that you triple team him. I mean, he's not Jonathan Marshes, so he's not some of these other guys that are part of VGK right now. He's not Jack Eichel, who, you know, can still score pretty readily. Okay, very readily he can score. And so what are you doing? What are you doing leaving guys wide open multiple times per game? I don't know what the Ducks defense was doing for most of this game, for most of this week, for most of this season. This absolutely has been the status quo. We knew the Ducks' defense was not going to be that good this season. We had already known that. The fact that it's even worse this season says a lot about this team. I mean, I get, like I said, I get double-teaming, triple-teaming Shadow Stevenson. He is, and I just checked because I thought I was wrong, but I didn't want to say it yet. Chandler Stevenson is, in fact, leading the team in points right now. So while I can't completely fault the Ducks for that particular move, still don't leave certain guys wide open because Carrier's no slouch. But that's also the danger of the Vegas Golden Knights. They have a lot of different weapons that can come at you. In fact, the Vegas Golden Knights right now have 10 players 
that have scored double-digit goals. Riley Smith, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, Marcheseau, Carrier, Stevenson, Carlson, Kessel, Waugh, and now Cotter. Ten different players have scored double-digit goals. For the Ducks, mm, not that many. Not many. Maybe only three, if that. I don't know what else I can say that hasn't been said already. That I wouldn't be just repeating what I said before. It'd be like beating a dead horse. So I'll just go on to something else. This was all against Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill, who is a fairly career AHL goaltender. He is not a number one goaltender. Aiden Hill has spent most of his career in the AHL. He has spent a lot of time with the Tucson Roadrunners, spent some time with the San Jose Barracuda, finally got the call up to the Sharks as a backup goaltender. And for Vegas, he was not expected to be part of the Golden Knights. In fact, he was supposed to be the number one starter for the Henderson Silver Knights this coming season. And then Robin Leonard gets lost for practically the entire season. So now Logan Thompson has to step up. Logan Thompson was meant to be the backup, but at least Thompson was meant to be a very capable backup goaltender. And Leonard was going to be the number one. And Vegas could have been okay. Logan Thompson has stepped up big time. He has done better than than I expected. I mean, myself along with several media members, several pundits, they all thought Logan Thompson was okay, but not mind-blowing like he's been all season. So you bring in Aiden Hill. This was the Ducks' chance to just put up a bunch of quality shots on Aiden Hill, and they just didn't do it. They didn't at all. This is Vegas' number three goaltender. And they couldn't do jack squat against him. Again, another just disappointing aspect for the team. And this is not disrespecting Aiden Hill. It's not. He has just been a career backup goaltender. He's not a number one goaltender. That's just how it is. The Ducks did nothing against him. It it sucks. (laughs) All right. We're going to head into the second intermission. I'll have some final thoughts on this one on the other side. But first, all of us here at Locked On are very excited about our new partnership with FanDuel. That's right. FanDuel is now the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And hey, the midway point of the NBA and NHL season is here. So now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. And you know what? You could even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Those parlays are pretty cool. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official, uh, unofficial sports betting partner of the NBA. And please 
gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. So if you're a fan of the tank, this was the best time ever. You loved seeing that seven spot put up on the Ducks. If you're a fan of the tank, the Ducks right now are still not with the two worst records in the league. There are two teams worse than the Ducks right now. The Columbus Blue Jackets at 36 points and Chicago has 37 points. The Ducks have 40, but Chicago has games in hand. So does Columbus. So you know what? Chicago could win their next two games and they would catapult or leapfrog above the Ducks. Yeah, that's what we want. That's what we really want. We want the Blackhawks to start winning some games. You know what? Maybe shock the world. Maybe win the upcoming games against, oh, I don't know. uh, Maybe the ones against the Ducks. Maybe Chicago can win their road games. They could beat Montreal. Now, I would say Montreal is not that good, but they just kicked the crap out of Edmonton on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, they beat them. And Connor McDavid's point streak ended. That was something else. So Chicago maybe could beat Montreal. I don't know if they could beat Toronto. The Blackhawks could beat the Ottawa Senators. They could beat the San Jose Sharks. You know what? This part of the schedule might be kind of easy. For the Blackhawks, they could win some games here. They could beat the Ducks. They could beat the Arizona Coyotes right after that. So if you want to see the Ducks get a top draft pick like a Connor Bedard or an Adam Fantilli, then you've got to just embrace it. Just, you know, take it all in, embrace the tank, because I think that's going to be the best chance for the Ducks to succeed in the near future is to get a top draft pick because let's be honest, we're getting close to that point where the ducks are going to get practically eliminated. We're pretty much at that point right now. If the ducks were to win out their final 28 games, they could get a maximum of 96 points and it's not guaranteed that 96 points will get you into the Stanley cup playoff. So I would say the Ducks could lose three more games and that would practically put him out of it because if you thought 96 was like okay to get in as a wild card, 90 points as a wild card happens once every maybe six or seven years. It does not happen all that often. So losing three more games, that would practically put them out of the playoffs. But they're getting kind of close to being mathematically eliminated right now they're not there yet it might happen late this month but i guarantee you it's probably going to happen in march at some point Uh, that's my guarantee it's going to happen in march where they'll be out of it by then and they should just you know lose a bunch of games from here on out but if you're also a fan of the ducks you don't want to see them get completely demoralized every game and you also don't want them to set a dubious record The Ducks still have only seven regulation wins right now. They still haven't met or passed the mark 
for the fewest regulation wins in a full season. That record is still eight, shared by two teams, including the Washington Capitals. So I don't think the Ducks want to make that kind of history. They just need to get two more regulation wins in 28 games. Am I saying it's impossible? No, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm not not saying that either. Because they only have seven games or seven regulation wins right now. So, you know, what do you want, Ducks fans? Do you want them to just try to win some games and look good? Or just completely crap the bed and tank? I'm okay with Team Tank. I'm okay with embracing it, knowing what's likely going to happen in the near future. Just just how it is. All right. That's going to do it for this particular podcast. Uh, Just a memo right here. We will have another podcast on Tuesday. We'll be off on Wednesday. We'll be back with goals Thursday. And then I'll recap Wednesday's game on Friday. Um, And I'll just be transparent. The reason that we're not going to have a show on Wednesday is because I'm doing a public address for the Junior Reign on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and also Firebirds on Wednesday. So I'm literally going to be gone from 8 a.m. till I don't know, probably 11 p.m. on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be gone all day. So no Wednesday episode whatsoever. I'm going to need my rest. So this will be a four-show week just to let you guys know right now. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and YouTube. If you haven't already, click that bell on YouTube. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another, including Ducks fans, and Ducks fly together.